Welcome to the Pilot Podcast, powered by Wildfire Radio. Where we watch the pilot episodes of TV shows and recap other shows to answer your question, should I watch this? I'm your host, BJ, along with my co-host, Me Too, and this time we're taking it back to a sitcom classic, The Nanny. So stay tuned to the end to find out how BJ's in my life will be, aka he'll have a home and a family, and I'll just figure out how to embed myself. Whoa. That's what's going to happen. I'm so excited for us to live together forever. Okay. Let's not talk about that right now. (laughs) And instead, you give the listeners a recap of the pilot episode. So I briefly considered singing the theme song as my recap. Yeah. But I won't embarrass myself and do that. So I'll just say... It's not embarrassing. I love your singing. I was working in a bridal shop in Flushing, Queens, when my boyfriend kicked me out in one of those (laughs) nasty scenes. What was I to do? Where was I to go? I was out on my fanny. (laughs) Okay, just kidding. So Fran Dresser, I mean, honestly, the theme song tells you the concept of the show beautifully. That is the pilot, yeah. It is a song that I haven't heard. I don't think I've watched this show since the early aughts, and I sang every single word with it she knew it all i knew the whole thing it was like something it's like when a britney spears song comes on it doesn't matter how long it's been i'm ready muscle memory she knows it's muscle memory i like how you're referring to me in the third person (laughs) (laughs) fran drescher fran fine fran fine sorry used to work in a bridal shop in flushing queens when her boyfriend kicked her out (laughs) in a very bad scene They were pre-engaged for three years. And so instead of proposing to her, he kicked her out, moved in a new girlfriend to take her job. So she became an Avon lady and went to the Sheffield's house, which is this wealthy family in New York. Uh, The dad is a play producer to sell them makeup. And then through a series of events, ends up becoming the nanny. And so we have the three kids. Maggie's the oldest. She's a bit shy. Brighton, the middle child, he's a prankster and a terror. And the youngest, Grace, who is just like a precocious little uh, adorable weirdo. And uh, the other characters are Niles, the butler, who gets a greater role later in the show because he's hilarious. Mm -hmm. And then Cece Babcock, who is Maxwell Sheffield, the father's business associate but definitely wants to be his romantic partner for sure and then we have val who's fran's best friend who still works at the bridal shop and we have her mom sylvia who is a queen yes so beach what were your initial reactions to the best sitcom we've ever seen but wait what happened in the pilot (laughs) oh who everyone was and then called it a day so in the pilot um maxwell sheffield is throwing a fundraiser and he doesn't want fran and the kids to attend he kind of separates the kids from his life isn't dealing well and connecting with them emotionally since his wife passed away and the kids clearly resent this there's clearly signs of them feeling neglected by their father i think brighton even has a line that's like we talk to therapists about the feelings that dad won't talk to us about something like that Long story short, Fran obviously ends up crashing the party with the kids. The kids are a hit. Uh, Maggie has her first kiss that night with, fun fact, James Marsden. And then Maxwell freaks out, fires Fran, and then rehires her in Sylvia's home when he realizes that they need her. And then clearly this is a show about this working class woman who teaches this family to break down their barriers a bit and love each other. So now that we've seen the best sitcom that you and I have watched on this show... What was what were your initial thoughts? Feel free to say anything. 
but just remember it was the best show we've seen. Thank you for letting me know what category, what line my thoughts should fall in. I wanted to frame the conversation. You did that. Narrowly framed it. Okay, great. So I think one of the things that really struck me, maybe we were only probably six or seven minutes into the episode, and I was amazed how funny it was. Mm -hmm. And I think it's for two reasons. One, you brought up there are a lot of adult jokes that... I didn't, I most likely didn't understand when I saw this earlier. Yeah, it's funnier now. And I think it's also just a fun show and the actors keep the comedy going well and the pacing well. Because honestly, I don't think any of these jokes are like amazing and the setup isn't like standout. Yeah, yeah. But it all works really well. It's just put together well. The jokes work well. The timing works well. I like all the characters, and I think everyone has good chemistry. Sometimes you can really tell when a cast works well together. True. And I think here, everyone really nailed their role and then also played off of each other well, which is impressive for having three child actors. Like, Yes. That's a big thing to get them to also work well with the adults who are more experienced and kind of have a better understanding of the scene and how it should come off. But overall, I was just really impressed by how funny it was and how entertaining it was and it was i think about 24 minutes i never was worrying about time no not at all honestly listeners sometimes these episodes can drag on but here i was like okay we're just gonna keep going i was a little disappointed when the episode ended because i was like i could deal with some more yeah i wanted to watch more yeah I could have just been like, you know what? Maybe let's not record and let's just stay up all night. <laughs> just binge season one. <laughs> and binge the nanny together. And it doesn't feel like a bingeable show or it doesn't sound like it's a bingeable show, but it is. Mm-hmm. That's I totally agree with your take. Thank you. Which is good. I'm glad we don't have to fight over this. But what what surprised me the most was just how evergreen the humor was. Because you're right. It could be so dated. Mm -hmm. And I think the only kind of dated thing was they referenced Ivana Trump. Because I guess around that time is when Donald cheated on her with Marla Maples and left her. And so Fran, I think, said something to the effect of, it's okay, we'll both get over it. Because in the show, her her boyfriend cheats on her and and leaves her. Mm -hmm. And I think that was like the only dated joke. And even that was funny. It's such a big pop culture moment that I don't think, especially now that it's dark, especially now that he's president, it's not a a joke people wouldn't get years from now even. Mm -hmm. It was just, it was really good and really funny. And there were a few jokes like Niles' little quips. Niles and Cece have a very snarky relationship with each other where they trade quips back and forth Mm -hmm. and they're just both competing for Maxwell's affection and half of his jokes toward her I'm sure when I was young I understood they were supposed to be funny because there was a laugh track but they are dig yes they are real digs but but watching it now as a 27 year old woman i'm like oh he came for this woman's everything yeah. i mean i know i laugh but i really laughed throughout this episode yeah it was so funny very funny since you mentioned the timeliness of it mm-hmm. it made me realize there's some things that really haven't changed 
in society, like taking pictures. So Fran was taking pictures of everything. Yes. Yes, she was using probably a disposable camera and she had to go get the film developed. Mm -hmm. Her mom had a Polaroid camera. But that's something you would still do today just with your cell phone, like take pictures of the kids at a party, important moments in the kids' lives. Yeah, that was a really funny gag that I forgot about that Fran loves to take pictures and like try to take a picture of Maggie right after her first kiss. It's <laughs> <laughs> so cute. I just oh, this show is so good. Okay, let's let's go into kind of some of the aspects of the show. Mm-hmm. So, first, what do you think about the actual concept? Like hiring a makeup saleswoman as your nanny oh we talked about this that was wild that's one of the reasons i don't i don't know that you could remake this show now because already in 1993 people were already scared about their kids like it wasn't the the leave your back door open of the 70s it kind of barely worked then and i can't imagine now people have cameras and they're like they're willing to have video like constantly video themselves Mm -hmm. in order to protect themselves yeah from something that has like a one percent chance of happening but just because they're willing to put cameras in their home that have access to the internet and you would think for such a wealthy family we do hear that maxwell is using an agency for his nannies but to go from that to a woman who didn't have a real resume yeah a woman who wrote her resume using lipstick which it looked like a serial killer note it looked it looked like like the kids are I've like ransomed them yeah for five million dollars in small bills you can have them back which you know what let me not go on a tangent okay let's go on to interesting question number two what do you think of and this is based solely on the pilot Maxwell's parenting style I think he's doing the best he can you think so no no, actually, I don't. <laughs> I couldn't even force those words out of my mouth. My goodness. <laughs> okay, so uh, the reason I was trying to force myself to say that is because he lost his wife. She passed away. Mm-hmm. So as someone who lost his wife, he's experiencing his own grief. And I think sometimes we don't accept parents' grief. or like, put it away. You have a kid to think about. Mm-hmm. When, like, you need to process your own stuff. Yeah. But he's definitely projecting, like, he's processing the grief which is not talking about it and trying not to think about it to his kids and so as a result he's like neglectful of them but thankfully i think fran i I mean not i think i watched the rest of the show and and she fixed that what about you what do you think i agree i think he could have put up a better effort but you're right he is grieving we even see that in this pilot episode he's looking at a picture of his uh, wife mm-hmm. we he also mentions how his older daughter reminds him a lot of his wife as well it's why he wants to keep her like a little girl yeah he doesn't want her to go away like his wife did and he has good intentions he's just taking it to the extreme where it's like i've lost someone i love now these other three people i love i'm going to just keep them captive in the house so i know they're safe yeah when it's like you do have to take some chances even if it's scary yes exactly and that's hard Speaking of Fran Drescher, today's show is also brought to you by Audible. Uh, My mother and I love to watch The Nanny, but my mom also just really loves Fran Drescher and read her book, Cancer Schmancer, which is available on Audible. 
And um, this is not part of the ad, but she also founded the Cancer Schmancer Foundation for Early Cancer Detection. So clearly really cool stuff happening there. Very useful. But, you know, not everyone cares about Cancer Schmancer. (laughs) (laughs) But do you know who people care about? Niles. And Daniel Davis is actually a narrator for several audiobooks on Audible. So if you want Niles to read you a book, Audible. Ooh, I would love to... I bet that would be so soothing to download a book that he reads and like fall asleep to it. Yeah. Oh, that would be nice. So Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook. So you can check out Cancer Smancher or something from <laughs> Daniel Davis. And that free audiobook comes with a 30-day trial membership. Just visit audibletrial.com slash thepilotpod and browse their unmatched selection of audio programs. You can download today and start listening. Download a title free. Audibletrial.com slash thepilotpod. Back to our show. How do you feel about the side characters? So Val, Niles, Cece, and Sylvia. Later, Yetta. So I love Fran's relationship with her mother. That's very fun. They have good chemistry as well. Her friend is also good. And I think it's good that she has people outside of the Sheffield family household to interact with. So we kind of see some of her life and her New York style that she's bringing into the Sheffield's life. I'd say Niles is probably my favorite of the side characters. Yeah. Just because he's so snarky mm-hmm. and he has these witty lines and he, he can be so mean to Cece. <laughs> <laughs> he eviscerates her. But to be fair, the way Cece is written, she is just not likable. And she's completely disrespectful to him. Yeah. You appreciate that he bites back because she is very much, I just want Maxwell. Y'all happen to be here and I'm going to deal with that because he likes you, but I don't like you. Mm-hmm. And I mean, spoiler, but that chemistry ends up working out. Opposite to tract. And they end up falling for each other. Yeah. You don't get that fired up about someone unless... There's something there. Mm -hmm. Who's your favorite of the side characters? I think it's Fran's mom because her relationship with her mom kind of reminds me of my relationship with my mom. Not that my mother doesn't like pressure me to get married or have a child or anything, but just like the closeness of their relationship. And you can tell she really respects her mom and like loves her mom Mm -hmm. and her mom. I mean, there's some very, very sweet moments later in the show. And I love watching that show with my mom, too. Oh, that's sweet. Here's a tough question. Pick your favorite child. Mm, Grace. Wow. I thought you were going to say Maggie. Really? Yeah. Why? I was going to say, I guess I thought you kind of liked her growth and development how she kind of goes from the shy girl to having more confidence and appreciating her own value and worth i do yeah who's your favorite kid i also like grace yeah i knew it i knew you would she's just so quirky and her lines are so mature for her age but not in a um crude way it's a very philosophical maturity speaking of kids on shows i haven't seen the show in in a long time And I remember the kids as they were in the later seasons. So grown up, you know, Grace is a preteen. Maggie is an adult woman and Brighton is in, I think, in college. Mm -hmm. And so it was wild to see them as kids. It's kind of like when uh, maybe Blackish did a, a flashback show. And one, I forgot how long that show has been on because the kids look like 
babies. It's just shocking. It's shocking when you have the same child cast on a show and you see the modern family kids. I was going to say modern family that happened to me recently. The kids on Fresh Off the Boat because Fresh Off the Boat feels like it just started as a show. And on that one, too, I think they did some kind of flashback or they showed old like holiday card pictures and just seeing how those kids looked a few years ago. Kids really shoot up, man. Like they just sprout. Especially the little ones like Grace or like I remember watching Rudy grow up on the Cosby show. Yes. I like that the kids started off younger because it really gives them a chance to develop those personalities. Yeah. And then you can kind of see them come into their own as they grow up. Grace in this pilot and I guess this first season, she kind of reminds me of Stewie who is from Family Guy, who's like really smart, but at the same time, very much a child because you see her like jumping around and playing in the bridal shop. Mm -hmm. And I like seeing that progress to more of like an older kid who, you know, you're not just about playing imaginary situations anymore. They get a chance to grow on the show and you really get a chance to fall in love with them. Mm -hmm. I mean, you said this earlier, but you can really tell this cast works well together. Mm hmm. Anyone watching a sitcom with Fran and Maxwell Shelfield, you know that they're endgame. Like, you know that they're going to be together in the end. They just had immediate, like, striking chemistry, in my opinion. And the way he looked at her when she was in her red dress was awesome. Like, you just, you get it. So from this pilot episode, you saw the eventual relationship. I totally saw it. I got hints of a fling, but not like an in-game relationship. When I say I sense that, I mean, just as someone who watches these shows a lot, I noticed the spark between them. Mm -hmm. Like I could tell there was an attraction. Mm -hmm. Especially oh, when she shows pictures of him to Val and she's like, it's all his own hair. I also love how Jewish she is. Mm -hmm. That's definitely there. It's like really cool that she speaks in Yiddish on the show. And it was just cool to see uh, Jewish culture and it's not being made fun of. Yeah. It's like celebrated and used to make jokes but isn't the butt of the joke it's dope to me when any creator can make something that honors like some part of themselves that they value but it doesn't have to be the butt of the joke exactly they incorporate it as like this is just part of fran let's enjoy that this is just who she is yeah and same with like the kind of um comparison of different parts of new york you have the more richer neighborhoods mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then the more humble neighborhoods but it's humble. not <laughs> that's such a rich thing to say <laughs> well i think this show is respectful it's not saying like oh fran came from a horrible yes, place but true. she should really appreciate living in the sheffield mansion now i think they just show two different aspects of what different areas of new york are like oh i didn't think about that that's really good framing because it's not like he doesn't go in her apartment and he's like, yikes, this is a dump, you know? So yes, I think they're very respectful of different lifestyles and aspects to people's backgrounds. Okay, any final thoughts? Anything you want to touch on? Uh, how do you feel about the Nanny reboot? Yeah, so you mentioned this to me. That there are some rumors because Fran Drescher made some comments about she's open to the possibility of reviving the series and making a reboot. I think you mentioned a casting choice of Cardi B. She thinks that Cardi B would be good as the nanny, and I agree. But we were also talking about this after we watched the pilot. I think we both came to the conclusion it doesn't need a reboot. 
No. It was so perfect that I wouldn't want to watch it and be disappointed because I I didn't love I kept watching Murphy Brown, but when we reviewed it, I didn't love the pilot of the reboot. And it really hurt because that show meant so much to me as a kid. So it's, I guess it's completely selfish, but I just wouldn't want to be disappointed. Yeah, and I'm worried with the way they're doing reboots versus like, well, they're doing continuations like with Fuller House. I'm afraid they would go the Fuller House path and then they would make Brighton be the same position his dad was in. Oh, you better write this story. Don't say more. They need to pay you. But I don't want to see that. The only thing I do know is that someone did a photo set of all of Cardi B's outfits and they did like a photo set of Fran Drescher's uh, iconic outfits and they like they matched up super well. Basically, Cardi B kind of embodies the spirit of Fran fine really well. Uh, but no, I agree. I don't think we need a reboot. Yeah. Let's just CBS. You know what CBS needs to do? Just do some reruns, you know, put those on one night a week. If they put after this pilot that you and I watched, if they just put the nanny back on TV, just like regular, mm. I would I would watch. <laughs> I'm sure I they would. would get like a good size audience. Oh, I just want to mention that I really liked the animated opening for the sitcom. Yes. It's very fun just to have that animation mixed with a live action show. It's also something that kind of still works today because I could see that kind of very unique animation style still be used in a modern opening. Because I don't feel like opening credits today have as much thought put in them. No, not and not the same amount of like zhuzh. Yeah. Because of streaming, people just skip the cred- opening credits. True. So there's less incentive to put effort into them. Oh, we need to get back into having good openings. All right, Beach, what's your review? My review for The Nanny is would watch again casually. Same. Casually in that I would binge a few episodes at a time. Mm-hmm. It might be worth it to watch it in order. Mm-hmm. At least the seasons, season one, then go to some season two episodes and some season three episodes. But I would definitely go back to this a couple episodes at a time on the weekends. Super enjoyable, super funny. Pass the time by, like time flew by while we were watching it. Yeah. Usually you and I, while we're watching something, we're like, oh, what else is he in? Blah, blah, blah. Like, for example, when Maggie had her first kiss with the busboy who ended up being a young James Marsden, I couldn't immediately place who he was. And usually when we're watching shows, I would like create a new tab and look, but I did not want to tab away from the show. Yeah. You said you didn't want to tab away. No. I was like, I'll let you know when this is over. So I'm guessing you have a similar rating based on your reaction. Yeah, I was going to say would watch again casually, but I really like your caveat because I'm not quite would watch again seriously, which I think implies we're going to like sit down and binge the rest of it and finish it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I do know that I'll watch it in order and I love the idea of doing spurts and I would definitely reserve some Sunday mornings for just blocks of the nanny. We can't recommend this enough. I knew I liked the nanny, but for our listeners, I'm sure a lot of you knew you liked it. Like the reason we're reviewing this show is it's a classic. But unless you revisit it, I don't think you'll know how funny it was. Exactly. Like, it was so good. It was way better than I thought it would be. Surprisingly enjoyable. Yes. 
So if you want to find some other shows that are maybe on the same level as The Nanny, head to thepilotpodcast.com and you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher Radio. And please leave us a rating and review. It means a lot and helps other people find our podcast. We read them to each other every single night. You can follow us on Twitter and on Instagram at The Pilot Pod. You can like us on Facebook at The Pilot Podcast. You can send your feedback, suggestions of episodes we should review. We've done, we've gotten a few. Uh, one person on Twitter said we should do Facebook watch episodes, which I'm excited to do because the only show on Facebook I watch is Ball in the Family and loosely exactly Nicole. So um, please send us more suggestions to askthepilotpodcast at gmail.com. And you can also find us on wildfireradio.com. Thanks for listening.